0: Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com.
1: Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host Josh, and with me is Dirtbag Dave. What's up, dude?
2: What's up? I don't know what's wrong with your microphone, but I can't hear you. You're breaking up bad.
1: Am I really breaking? Is, 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 it might be you because you're the one on a cell phone on your couch okay. with your headphones.
2: I'm just letting you hear me.
1: Yeah, Dave. We can we can definitely hear you. Once again, we're doing a fantasy football show with an, a boomer who has. Okay, no idea. now you sound good. Of course, Dave, because your internet just came back. You just sound like a freaking transformer robot. Anyway,
2: no, it was you.
1: <laughs> it was not me. We are here to it break down. You. Okay, we are here to break down DFS today. We have a special guest waiting in the in the in the green room. He's right. He's like a G, he. Look, we met him, and we're gonna hear the whole story about how we met in a couple of minutes. But before we get into that. Uh, You can find us on Twitter, Josh Kimmel, O-U-S. Skull Dave, I guess that's his name. That's me. (laughs) Skull Dave.
2: Viking Dave Dave 18, that's all you need to know.
1: That's all you need to know. Okay, Mm -hmm. we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash OUSFantasyPod. We got a Facebook, OUSFantasyPod, and an Instagram, OUSFantasyPod. As you all know, we're giving away a Javante Williams signed football. That is tonight. That'll be a little bit after the news. If you want to see it, it is right here. Boom, look at this thing. Yeah, look, look how legit that is. That's why I love giving away footballs over jerseys and pictures and mini helmets. Like this thing, you can oh, you wow. can you can play catch. No, pl- you got playing catch with the ball It's autograph. You can idiot. play catch like with this thing. I th- I play stupid. catch with my footballs. Because
2: a- you're it's just stupid.
1: I have a Dan Marino signed football, and I literally play catch with my son with it. So I don't know what to tell you.
2: You, know, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve that. So whatever.
1: <laughs> All right. First, first big news of the day. Mac Jones is the official starter in New England. Cam Newton is cut. Like, come on. He's gone.
2: I didn't think that would happen. I thought there was a decent chance that Mac Jones would be the starter. I honestly didn't think it would happen already. But uh it is what it is. I guess uh, they're going with Mac. And I think it's good for the team. I think it ups some of the receivers a little bit. I mean, I still I see people saying. You know, Jacoby Myers and Nagalor and these guys are like, oh, you got to give them now. I'm still not excited about them. This doesn't change that for me. I just don't like the weapons they have. I don't think any of those guys are that good. But uh, I guess they're options late in your draft to throw a dart at.
1: Um, if you're looking at redraft, I am bumping up Myers. I'm bumping up, I'm not bumping up James White. I don't understand that gimmick at all. I'm, Dave, could you just, people have motion sickness? I <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I have a big uptick for Jonu, as you know I love Jonu. I think that he's even going to elevate even higher into the top eight, top six of the world of tight ends, especially with Mac Jones there. I know you're shaking your head. I know, I know, I know. But come on, we've already talked about this. as is the top three, maybe top four, then everyone else. So Jonu, all he has to do is catch seven touchdowns, and he's there. Yeah. Can't argue that, I guess. I mean, that's pretty true. Jacoby Myers, man, he's jumping up. He's like got no upside. He's... 70 catches, maybe 65 catches, three touchdowns, nothing special with that. He's like a watered-down version of Jarvis Landry, if you ask me.
2: He's just a guy you can get off the waivers if you need, like, oh, I got a bye week let me grab Myers, let me grab Aguilar. Like, that. to me, that's all these guys are. I don't see the upside for any of them, to be honest, to where I want to draft them, where I'm like, I have to have them. And I think that they're just one of those guys where you have bye week issues, you have a, an injury, and you just grab them because, you know, they might get you four catches for 40 yards and you're happy with that.
1: Right. And then we look at the dynasty aspect of Mac Jones, especially super flex leagues as everyone plays nowadays. I have drafted Mac Jones everywhere because I had to, because there was no one left and I'm literally trading him away everywhere now. Or I traded him yeah. away before this. I traded him to you in a, in a league and I didn't like that too much.
2: Well, now I love it because I need I needed a number two QB bat. I, we had an auction and I got stuck Listen, I love my team. I got some studs, but I got stuck with only one quarterback because I spent too much money, and uh, I made the trade with you. You really wanted Jalen Waddle, and it worked out. So now I got two QBs, so that makes me happy.
1: And I also traded today Mac Jones for a first-round pick in a league that we just started, and you said that's it? That's all you got? So what are your expectations? What do you want? Do you want more? you want two first rounds for Mac Jones?
2: He's a rookie. Like, what if he's really good? Like, what if he's really solid, like, top 15, 18 guy? Like, as a QB2, like, that's good. Like, what more do you want from that? And maybe he's got upside, upside higher than that. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think he's, like, top 12. But he could be 15, 18 and be, like, just a solid guy that you want. I'm not saying it's a bad trade. It's, it's pretty fair, I guess. I just feel like, unless I knew it was, like, top, like, six-ish, I'd probably rather keep the – player probably ought to keep Mac just because that's the starting QB. Like that's a lot. I don't know.
1: When you have a Zach, like I have Zach Wilson, Justin Herbert, I have quarterbacks, So I'm able to do that. I want to trade Mac Jones right away because of the hype, because people are seeing it. It's in their faces. Mac Jones, Mac Jones, he's killing it in preseason. Honestly, you're right. He's gonna be a top sixteen guy for the rest of his career. Six he's gonna be in that like thirteen through eighteen range. Never so win that- new weeks, never win new <laughs> leagues, but he'll be solid. And that's honestly Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. You can't get a first round pick for those guys. You got a, I got a, you get a first round pick
2: for Matthew Stafford. Stafford Kirk Cousins.
1: I think Stafford's a little like- bit more like I think he's a little bit higher. He could finish top eight, top six. If if everything goes right.
2: Again, like that's okay, but my point is it's the same thing. like I don't know <clears throat> if he is I don't know like I guess said it's fair trade. I just unless I, unless I looked at the team and didn't like it, if I thought I was going to be a late purse, I probably would have kept back if I didn't like his team that much, maybe I would have done it. It's fair. It's fine.
1: It's fair. it's fine. All right, let's move on to Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is officially on the PUP list. We already knew this was happening. The Saints have a bye week in week six, so technically he's missing, what, five games? Uh, we just did a lot of redrafts. Uh, we did a lot of redrafts this weekend, me and you. Where was he going? I got, him
2: one I got him in, what, like the ninth or tenth round in one league. Um, that's where he probably should have went. I saw him go, I think, a little earlier in the league, maybe seventh or something. Um, put him on your IR. Hope he comes back in six weeks and go from there. I mean, that's Winston's starting, so you got to think if he's going to be starting Assuming Michael Thomas actually plays this year and they get over their little, you know, issues that they had, he'll have some value. I'll probably try to trade him, to be honest. Unless unless that offense is really clicking and then, like, Thomas just comes in and hops right in, maybe he'll be really good for you. Uh,
1: so. Mar- Marquez Callaway, yeah. I know it's a new hotness and everyone wants him. I j- overdrafted him. I took him in, like, what, seventh round and you made fun of me, which is fine. But I took him that high because... Oh, but it's fine yeah they have no one else to throw to Jameis is gonna sling it Jameis is gonna throw for five thousand yards but when Callaway and thomas are on the field at the same time who do you think will have the more target share is he gonna force it to thomas or does he have this chemistry with Callaway?
2: that's probably has to wait to be what if what if calloway's killing it Then i'm gonna just gonna say Callaway because i mean calloway is a young good player but um i guess i mean I, there's a world where they're both good like there's We've always talked about this. There's plenty of room for two receivers to thrive, so there's no reason that they can't both be really good.
1: Okay, Dave. This one hits close to home. Irv Smith, you called him your stud. You're my guy, you, the guy you are riding dying with. Everything above, Irv Smith was your guy, and this happens.
2: I don't want to hear it. We have I don't to. Talk. Talk about you it. have
1: to talk about it. You have to. I'm <laughs> upset. What are you
2: talking about? You're like, giving Everyone emotions I'm to say this,
1: and you gotta talk about it.
2: I, I'm sad. I'm sad. Like. <laughs> It sucks. I was really expecting a big year from him, and now he's gone before the season even starts. Like, we didn't even get to see it. So, they traded for Herndon. Uh, Oh, cool. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not, like, I'm just – It's like the Vikings can't have nice things. Oh, you're going to have this this new, like, cool, shiny toy. Oh, no, no, no. Nah. No, thanks. (laughs) Like, whatever. I don't know. It is what it is. It sucks. I thought he was going to have a breakout. So, there goes one more tight end that we already don't have, so –
1: so Chris Hernan he comes to town. You already have the other tight end, uh you, you what's his name? Uh, Conklin.
2: Conklin. So, yeah. So Tyler Conklin. You know what's
1: funny is 2 months ago you were having a little Twitter Twitter argument with someone that's pretty big in the industry and you're like Conklin he's nothing. Like it's Irv Smith or nothing. Was Conklin like actually doing things in the off season to make he, make people think that he was going to be a good tight end? Like a fantasy relevant tight end? Even
2: he is. He's not. I mean, he's a kind of athletic and He's like the backup tight end that every team has that catches one pass a game and you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> he's never going to be anything. Like, that's it. Yeah. So, so. you think
1: it's Herndon, but God, I saw the reports today. They want to get Goddard. God, Goddard would have been so I nice.
2: I don't know how true that is. If that's true, that would have been fun Um, because I love Goddard. If that's um, true,
1: it really, really upsets me because if they're trying to get rid of Goddard, yeah. And Ertz is still there, and they didn't get rid of Ertz. That means all my Goddard shares are kind of worthless, and Ertz is going to be the guy.
2: Yeah. If, if yeah, luckily, I don't think I have a lot of Goddard. I know I have a few, few things with them, but um, that's a, a little shocking. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how true that is. I did see that rumor. And I was like, damn, that would have been fun. Uh, which means, yeah, that means that maybe Philly's not as high on them. So I don't know what's going on there. That's, that's a whole another conversation for another day because, I mean, that's just a rumor, so who knows if it's how true it is.
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so uh, for the Vikings, we had this argument on Twitter before this. Do you want to go there? We don't there. want to go there. No, no, we don't want to argue because I'm tired of arguing with you. I just want to know. I uh, Tell me your your thoughts on Adam Thielen and how he's going to produce this wide receiver 19 numbers that you think he's going to produce. And Irv Smith is, fi- is out. So now Thielen gets all the red zone targets, all the red zone, everything. He's going to score twenty two touchdowns. Dave, talk about it.
2: No, let me hear your argument. No, no, ho- you said this was your argument. You said people really think Thielen's going to produce at or above his ADP, and he says ADP is wide receiver twenty two. So I said, why? Like, why won't he? You said, his, oh, so his so ADP be is ni-
1: his ADP is wide receiver nineteen.
2: Okay, nineteen. That's what I meant. Not twenty two. Nineteen. And I said, well, why can't he not be that good? You said, oh, he's going to have 15 touchdowns or 1,200 yards, which is it? So I said, show me a wide receiver, too, last year that had either of those. And so you know what I did? I did a little research. Every single wide receiver did not have those, any of those numbers, just so you know. Actually, I'm not going to say every single one, but I know all of the ones that I looked at did not because I, I got tired of looking because I was like, I'm not gonna, this guy is wrong. He's 100% wrong. <laughs> Uh, the low-end wide receiver twos, which is what he needs to be, had like seventy catches and like nine hundred yards and three touchdowns. So if you don't think that Thielen, unless he gets hurt, can get seventy touchdowns, nine hundred yards and five touchdowns, you're out of your mind. So, you, all so, hard. Saying.
1: so you're saying seventy catches, mm-hmm. nine hundred yards, mm-hmm. and how many touchdowns? It was like I saw guys with three, four, five touchdowns. So he'll he probably catch ten. He'll catch like eight or yeah, eight to ten.
2: Okay right there is going to get him like all you need you give 70 catches 900 yards and eight touchdowns he's going to be wide receiver 18 guaranteed
1: i mean i'm not going to argue with you because i already talked about Theo.
2: if you want to argue that he's going to be inconsistent and that you don't want him for that reason that's fine because maybe say oh he's on i feel like with irv gone like i said what dealing was what i actually 10 or 12 last year he had 70 catches, 900-something yards, and 14 touchdowns. I don't expect the 14 touchdowns to go back, but I think he can catch 70, 80 balls, 900 to 1,000 yards, and 8 to 10 touchdowns. He's going to be a wide receiver, too, whether you like it or not. It's just a fact.
1: Okay. So, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you, like I said, and we'll see if it happens. I don't. I highly doubt it. I think he's going to be in the wide receiver 30 range, so it's okay.
2: So you think he's going to have, like, 600 yards, receiving?
1: I think he's going to be, like, be very yeah. – I think he's not going to be as usable as you think he is. <clears throat>
2: So you, what you're saying is gonna be inconsistent, which is fine. You're saying the numbers, because the, the numbers that I provided you are not out of out of at crazy at all.
1: They're not crazy, but I don't think I, I don't think he's gonna hit nine hundred yards. He might, he might, yourself. he might, because there's an extra game. Dave, you ready to give away the Javante Williams signed football?
2: Whatever, whatever you're right. <laughs> are you ready?
1: Are you ready for the main event? All right, let's do Go it. Ahead. Let's give away the Javante Williams signed football. <laughs> there are many of you in here. Look, the ways to get in this are Instagram. And Twitter, they're pretty easy. And uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash OUS fantasy pod. All you have to do is give us one dollar, support the show. One dollar gets you into every single entrant of every single giveaway we ever do. It's not that hard. Um, you don't have to it's worry easy. about what? Yeah, it's easy. Join up. Yeah, you don't you don't have to worry about commenting or sharing or, or, or subscribing or whatever you gotta do or, or following, just pledge one dollar a month.
2: But you get straight if you do that too.
1: But Let's, yeah, you could do. You, you get extra entries if you do that too. But let's, let's think about it this way: one dollar a month, twelve dollars a year can get you twelve shots at a signed football, signed jersey. We give away fire, like we, we really yeah. do.
2: So, Calvin Ridley yeah. jerseys, Ayuk
1: jerseys. All right, let's give away this thing, man. Who are you rooting for? You got, a, you got a fan favorite? I'm I'm rooting for my I don't boy R. Wilson. I
2: don't, I don't even know who's in there.
1: I know. I was know, messing with you. <laughs> I said to give a shout out to my boy R. J. Wilson. He's the best.
2: I can't read that at all by the way. Read,
1: I can see it I'm, Other people can see it too You're looking at a phone Dave
2: I know That's what I'm saying I can't really see it Keeg,
1: Kigo, Kigo Migo Kigo Migo Instagram Kigo Migo I will be Good DMing you tonight And getting your information Congratulations Thank you for supporting until next month We will give away something else Wow Kigo, Kigo Migo Cool sweet
2: Kigo Migo What's up
1: Alright you ready to introduce our guest support. I'm ready. I've been ready.
2: <laughs> so this guy
1: this guy is a DFS monster. He uh he has no problem showing us ten ninety nine. I know that. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've heard.
2: <laughs> so we've
1: heard. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, on, he's a former host of the Tail and Print DFS podcast. Is <clears throat> my it's our guy. It's Finn. What's up, man? Welcome to the What's show. What's up,
0: guys? How are you? What's up, dude? I appreciate it. I got got a good chuckle out of the 10.99 comment. I feel like we need some backstory there because it makes <laughs> me kind of sound like a d bag without the backstory.
2: <laughs> that's true. That's true.
0: <laughs> go ahead,
2: Josh. Why don't you talk
0: about How did we meet? You go. Yeah, give, give the background, and I'll, I'll I'll add some colors. I don't sound too bad here.
1: Okay. Here here's what happened. We started this guillotine league uh eight, if you don't know the guillotine league it's like 18 people and each team gets knocked out whatever so we're in a group chat and honestly I was giving my son a bath at this time I, I remember this like it was yesterday I was giving my son a bath all of a sudden I see Finn coming in hot with something and Dave's like I'm the goat I'm the best of all time and John's like our fans like where's I'll sh- where's your 1099 I'll show you mine right now and Dave's like, I don't need one I'm the freaking goat it's like it was literally <laughs> battle of the titans, Godzilla vs King Kong. Like Dave, and I was I, I remember like, I was like, dude, this is, this is what
2: happened. I'll tell you what happened. So you know how I talk shit. That's what I do, yeah. especially to new people that we don't know. So I saw you guys talking about third round reversal, some dumb shit, whatever. And I came in, obviously just talking, and I said, if it's third round reversal, I'm out. That's it. And I just walked. <laughs> in. I left the chat. I didn't leave the chat. I just stopped. And so your Buddy Finn here. Like you're a bitch or something if if you if you say that or not so of course I'm coming and hot and we went back and forth and back and forth and but you know what, it's fine because I don't mind that like that's I give and take to me a lot of people take it personally and they want they want to fight you and I mean I think he I think he said I would never say it to his face I'm like six seven or something I'm like yeah I probably wouldn't but <laughs> but that's beside the point so that's how it started And we started you know trash talking mm-hmm. which is fun. And then, uh, so we started, you know, then we got cool. He's like, I'm like, dude, it's just trash. Like, I'm cool. He's like, dude, so am I. And, and we've been, then we started talking about DFS and it just kind of got to that point. So that's where it came. Oh yeah. Then that's how the T99 came in.
0: He said, he
2: said, he's like, I'll show you mine if you show me yours.
0: So. <laughs> So dude, you caught me at a really bad time. I was in a home league and uh, and they were arguing about third round reversal versus just straight snake. And I was like, guys, third round reversal mathematically makes so much more sense. And then you were like, I'm out of not doing third round third round reversal. And I was like, Oh god, here we go again. So I'm like, just leave. I don't even know you. We, we just leave. Like we're already trying to fill this league. And then you came in. I'm like, all right, let's go. And I, I dropped that 1099 comment all the time. I've never once showed my 1099s or W2s anybody. I just basically go if you're so good, show me your 10.99s. Like you know, if, if you're that All good, right. show me your 10.99s. And you know, and then it just goes from there. It's so funny. It's so
1: funny because the guys don't know how to respond.
0: They're like, uh, what's a 10.99?
1: <laughs> it's so funny how you guys like remember it perfectly. Because I was like, I'm like crossfire. Because with Dave, I'm constantly putting out fires. Because I mean, him, are we're in like what 20 leagues together. It doesn't matter. I have Too to many. put out fires because I'm the nice guy. He's the jerk. So I'm like, guys, like he's just talking shit. And I see you talking shit back. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're about to implode. Because he's done this four other leagues, like, just this month. (laughs) Like, just this month he's imploded three other leagues. Like, it's crazy.
2: Because everyone takes it so personally. This guy, like, he gave it back to me. We joked about it. It's fine. Like, stop. Listen, guys, it's trash talk. If you can't trash talk people during fantasy football, like, just go away. Like, I don't need you around. Go away. Stop crying. Like, it's fun. It's just for fun. It's not that serious. So, Finn's cool. I literally
0: texted Dave and I was like, yo, I have two, I have a wife and two daughters. My trash talk throughout the day consists of like who dressed their Barbie the prettiest. So as soon as someone engages me in fantasy football, I'm like, let's go, baby. I need, I need this in my life. I like it. I love it. All right.
1: So you're here for DFS. We have zero idea how to play DFS. We're casual players. We're throwing 15, 20, 25 bucks once a week. We'll lose. And we just move on like we're, we're just we're season longer dynasty players. And that's why I actually wanted to talk to you because you're you know everything about DFS uh, the way we talked. So explain how you got into it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's funny. I, I've been playing season long um, for over 20 years. I, mean, I played college football, um, always been interested in football. And was always a pretty good season-long player, and then all of a sudden, you know, like everybody, you get a nine thousand, uh, you know, ads for DraftKings, FanDuel. Give us, you know, deposit hundred dollars, we'll give you five hundred dollars, you and know, all these crazy ads going back to like two thousand sixteen, I think. And I was like, you know what? Let's give it a try. I knew absolutely nothing. I actually partnered up with a buddy, which I came to find out was very bad. You're not supposed to have two people on one DFS account, which I didn't know for the first like year I was doing it, and. I logged in one year, one uh, week from New York, he was in Pennsylvania and then like, I think it was DraftKings figured it out and froze our account for like a month. And uh, that's how I, you know, I'm trying to show how JV I was in terms of understanding DFS. And we just played like casually, We, you know, chasing the millimakers, makers, all that fun stuff. And then around 2017, I was like, you know what? Let me take this a little seriously. I'm gonna start to do more research. I started subscribing to some websites. You know, fantasy labs, which we'll, uh, you know, I'll talk on later. Fantasylabs.com, phenomenal in terms of like DFS. Uh, you know, you can build your own models and algorithms. Um, started messing around with that and then kind of found my niche in catch games, you know, because w- some of these websites allow you to like track all of your, uh, your entries, your winnings, and all that. I was getting clobbered in tournaments. I had no idea how to build a tournament lineup, but I found like cash games is more similar to like building a season long lineup, but you know, you want to get that like embedded base. Of points, and then hopefully you have a couple guys that pop and like kind of win the week for you. And you know, I just it, I, I saw a much higher correlation between building a cash lineup and building like a season long lineup than trying to build a lineup that is you know hopefully everyone hits the moon and I win a million dollars. But going against a guy who's you know got ten x, hundred x, thousand x the bankroll of me, who's max entering every single tournament and can put every single you know possible lineup um, in there, it, it just became hard. So. I do play some tournaments for fun, but I'm definitely, you know, what, what we call a cash game grinder on the uh, on the DFS sides. And that 2017, man, it was crazy. I bought in for 500 bucks and I you know, 100x my money um, and it was pretty nuts. Um, and I did it completely terribly. Like I played, it, it did it all wrong. I was putting my whole entire bankroll in every single week, which was terrible. I actually got some DFS coaching for the first time. That year and then the first guy who I was uh, I got coached by I was like You are the luckiest SOB alive because you're basically doing a terrible job of managing your bankroll You're just getting very very lucky <laughs> and so it's probably around mid 2017 where I caught a little fire I uh, got very very lucky because I could have just as easily turned a $500 into zero dollars um, And then now I've started to play way more responsibly and you know kind of t- look at it more like a second job
1: so Oh, that was a lot to bring in like cash games, uh, GPP tournaments. Uh, is there like so? Cash games are 50 50s, and like the tournaments like, are what 100 people, top whatever percentage pays out. Do you play that or do you play 50 50s?
0: Yeah, so I played more in the cash games. So, I what I define cash games is 50 50s, okay. head to heads, double ups. I'll throw in some triple ups. And then I do single entries uh, tournaments, where again the prize pool is tilted the, towards the the winners. The t- you know the top ten get the majority of the money, the bottom don't get much of anything. But I've I've found that if I have a strong cash game lineup, I actually do very well in single entry because you think about it, my ultimate my you know my best lineup should do well not only in cash games, but if everyone else can only put one lineup in, they're putting in their best lineup. So if I can do well doing uh, cash games, I should conceivably do well in the single entries as well. But then we talk about like tournament tournament is, yeah. I mean, you know, multi-entry, uh, you know, if you think like the milli makers, you know, the millionaire makers, that's what everyone kind of sees on TV. The winner gets a million dollars. You know, you could put 250 entries into that thing. So guys are building literally 250 independent, you know, lineups and, you know, just some crazy, crazy ways of doing that. Um, and again, we can talk about that in, in, in another another show for how you know how to go find, like actual lineup construction. I know that's something we're going to talk about. You know what we're going to do throughout the course of the year here. But yeah, it, it, I kind of live in the cash game world, um, and and yeah, it's just the 50-50s, the heads uh, head heads, um, double ups and triple ups, and the single entries is where I'll throw my lineups in.
1: So, do you prefer a specific <laughs> platform like a, a DraftKings or FanDuel or anything else? That's out there because that's the only two I know of. The casual
0: players only know those two. Yeah, I would say uh, FanDuel, DraftKings are where I would put ninety to ninety-five percent of my you know weekly bankroll in. Sometimes you you know you'll see fantasy draft. Sometimes you'll see Yahoo. Those are like you know they they sometimes they just have like um, a ton of overlay. So overlays basically there's a minimum guaranteed prize pool, um, and it, the thought is that's going to be funded by the entry fees. Sometimes it's not. So then there's free money. So, you know, the sites say we're going to pay out at least 50 grand in entry fees, but they only bring in 40 grand. I'm sorry, 50, 50 grand in prizes, Billy only bring in 40 grand in entry fees. It's free $10,000. So there's overlay. So that happens sometimes, unlike the Yahoo, Fantasy Draft, those types of uh, websites where I'll go play there. Um, but for the most part, I'd say the majority of my bankroll is going into FanDuel and DraftKings. And it couldn't be more different in terms of like lineup construction as well, which, yeah, you know, we can touch on a little bit, but it is very different in terms of like how you're building lineups in both.
1: I have noticed that the fantasy industry basically focuses on redraft or dynasty, especially now there's very few DFS shows or even in the mainstream, like you'll, you'll have a ESPN or NFL network. Like they'll just go, Oh, and here's our lineup for like 10 seconds and show the lineup and that's it. Um, So that's something I want to look, I'm looking forward to actually get into because like me and Dave, clueless like talk to us like we're five you know what i mean um <laughs> bankroll like how does it how do you start do you throw in a, like i guess it's with how much money you have but would you suggest 500 start 200 what's a comfortable amount
0: yeah i would say um so like i was literally so i put 500 dollars. i won and boom i went to a thousand dollars then i boom a thousand to two two to four four to eight terrible way of doing that what they tell you is to play anywhere from, you know, depending on your risk tolerance and how you're playing, a third to, you know, 40, mm-hmm. a third to half of your uh, of your allotted, um, you know, bankroll in a given week. So if you say, hey, I'm comfortable setting $500 on fire, which again, whatever that number is, right? Uh, no one wants to just set $500 on fire. Um, even the richest people in the world don't want to set that on fire. But if you are saying I'm comfortable going in here losing $500, maybe that first week you're playing, you know, 150 bucks and okay, it's not my week. I still have some, uh, you know, bolts in the chamber for the following week and just keep going that way. Um, I would never suggest putting your full bankroll in at any given time because all it takes is one bad week, one injury in the first quarter, which happens all the time. And you're praying that that person's highly owned or else you're drawn dead and, you know, on to the next one.
1: Yeah. Dave, you got something?
0: Uh, you You guys say you weren't like super you guys aren't like, you know, you say super casual, right? Like, so tell you, like, let's, let's talk through this, right? I'm sure there's people listening who are are very similar to you guys on the DFS side. Like, how do you guys think through it? Like, if you, you know, how do you so, decide whether I'm going to play FanDuel or DraftKings? Uh, yeah, talk me through that. And they're like, maybe I can talk there.
2: So when I, when, I didn't play last year, really, the year before. And me and Josh would talk about it every week. Um I was actually decent at the the cash games the 50 fifties double I feel like those are easier like for me. I would just like you said, just make a more of like a you know, like redraft lineup, I'd look for a few bargains that I thought that were in there, and then kind of try to get a you know a set or two, and I don't know if this is the right way, this is what I would do and um I was decent at winning some double ups, I'd do okay, and then of course there'd be a week where I'd lose it all that i just won the week before um, but if I played enough. <laughs> I would usually win a little bit more than I would lose. Um, I don't know why, Maybe it just seemed like it was easier for me to, to set a lineup that I thought I could beat the other half of the, of the people. I was like, I think I'm better than people. You know, I'm ha- better than half of these people. Um, and a lot of times I was right, but of course not always, but I just didn't stick to it every week. And I didn't, I feel like if I'd studied more and actually like really, really like put in some effort and try, I probably could have been really good, but I just, I'd set a lineup like on a Sunday or whatever. And, I was like, this looks good. You know, I do a couple. And then uh that was pretty much it. And then oh, I won, you know, four out of the six that I played. Okay, cool. I'll answer the next one with that money. And if I lost it all, I was like, whatever, because I only put in, you know, fifty bucks or you know, that year so far. So it's like if I lost it, it wasn't gonna kill me. Um I just wasn't serious about it. But that's that was just my thought on the, the that that week, just week by week. Can I ask play. you a question? What's up?
0: So four to six contests, are you putting in a different lineup for each? Are you using the same lineup across each of the contests? Um, like talk me through think through that. Because there if, is if, there is a theory there. So I'm curious where your thought is.
2: If um similar, pretty similar. I maybe if there was like one or two guys, I would try to change out, but I would I would usually have something pretty similar. And then maybe one or two lineups I would have completely different. But I would if I was pretty confident in that lineup or liked it a lot, like I'd use a lot of the same guys, yeah, usually.
0: So think through that, right? So this was I did the same exact thing when I first started. I was actually running two lineups because I'd be like, oh, I can get down to like a 2v2 or a 3v3, right? Like I, I like these guys and, I you know, I like Adam Thielen and I like Stefan Diggs, you know, going back to your old uh, Vikings days. Um, and so you, you start to think like, oh, I, I want to play both. And then I, the first coach I had was like, well, here's the issue though, is if you're playing 50-50s, you have a 50% chance of winning with that one lineup. Now if you're putting two lineups in there, you, in order to win both – you have a 50% chance of 50% in order to win because now you need two lineups to hit instead of one. So you, by playing two lineups in a 50-50, you actually decrease your odds of doubling mm. up or winning those two by 50%. And so what he told me was, hey, you know what? Instead of actually thinking about playing multiple lineups, spread your risk out. So that's where head-to-heads come in. And you know, so he's like, you know, listen, if, if you're in a 50-50, In the top 50 win, so 100 people, 1 through 50 win, 51 through 100 lose. What if you come in 51, right? Stinks. You lose the 50-50, but you still beat 49 other people. So if you actually spread that out into head-to-heads, then you might lose to 51 people, but you'll still beat 49. And you might lose to 50, and you'll still beat 49. So the rake's going to get you, and you're not going to get a full double up, but you're not going to go broke that week either. So the theory there was spread your risk actually across the different contests and less into one specific, you know, uh, multiple lineups. Cause then you just hurt yourself. Like you just need way more things to go your way and the odds of you actually winning all of them drop significantly versus if you spread that risk amongst different contests.
1: All right. Let's so go back sense. to math.
0: Right. And then that, that group chat we always use hashtag math. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it works.
1: Oh man. It's, <clears throat> that was weird to hear. So. My strategy last year, because last year I got into it, like I was doing fifty dollars a week, um, and I was winning and I was losing, like Dave, and I was doing fifty fifties, a hundred entries, single entries, because I listened to the serious sex immigrant guy, and mm-hmm. he did exactly like what he said to do, but they fill up fast, so you gotta get your entry in like early, like the day it opens, get your entry in. So I would just, so I would just fill out a quick entry into like seven of them, and I didn't care what they were, just it filled them out because I wanted to get my entries in. And then on Saturday, Sunday, I would go and actually edit my things. But I would use the same exact lineup for all seven or six entries, no matter what. And then I got in my head, Mm -hmm. okay, they're talking about they want 3X for this guy. They want 2X for this guy. Like I didn't understand. DraftKings, you want 2.5 for this position. And FanDuel, you want 2.3 for this position. That messed me up because then I'm doing math. Then I'm doing, like, I don't know. But then guys like you – who need the algorithms to work? That's how you make the money. That's how you make the systems. But I just didn't get it. So if if Dallas Goddard costs four thousand, you need one point five from him, which is like what? Explain that to me. What does that mean? One point five or two two x?
0: Yeah. So the general rule of thumb, yeah, general rule of thumb is two x on Fanduel anywhere from two and a half to three on DraftKings, and that means so use the Dallas Goddard example, right? So on Fanduel, he cost four thousand dollars. I need Dallas Gard to score at least eight points to pay off his value. So basically, just take the first number or the first two numbers, right? Because it's you know either your four thousand or forty five hundred, and just double it. And you need that many points from that person to quote unquote pay off their value. Now you know there's going to be some guys who are going to get less than two. There's going to be some guys who are going to get significantly more than two. But on average, again, average. If my if my salary is sixty grand on on um, on FanDuel. And I two X and I score 120 points. More often than not, I'm gonna I'm gonna win more than I'm gonna lose. Again, it's not foolproof because there's sometimes we like, I mean, I, I had one week where I scored like 185 points on FanDuel, which is an astronomical number, um, and lost because I had the ch- all the chalk and that uh, you know, and the chalk is basically who everyone's gonna play. Super high ownership in cash games. You know, we always joke you got to eat the chalk because they can't really hurt you. If they lose, but they can crush you. You know, if, if they do bad, they won't hurt you because they hurt everybody. But if you don't play them and they do they do well, you're you're screwed Done. from jump street. So there's times where you get that like 180 because everyone who everyone's playing, they're super chalky, goes off. Right? Like we get last minute news that James Robinson's out and Carlos Hyde is now the unquestioned starter. It happens on Sunday. Carlos yeah. Hyde is very min price, So you can put him in there and everyone else, and then you can spend up everywhere else everyone's going to do that because everyone wants that edge. And then you're going to see – so then what you do is you go through, you look at your lineups, and you're like, okay, each of the contests, who didn't play Carlos
1: Uh Looks like we lost Ben, or at least we lost him for a little bit. He's frozen. I'll text he's been,
2: him. He's been, has he been choppy for you? He's been no, choppy for
1: me. he hasn't been choppy for me at all. You're choppy, oh. Dave. You're the one that's been choppy. You're the one that's been – well, oh, at least wow. I know it's just me. <laughs> it is just you, because whenever you said I can't hear you, Josh, well, Finn's like, I can hear you, buddy. I can hear you. Let's That's That's text Finn on the side. So um, try to get him back in here. Anyway, so Dave, have you learned anything from Finn at all? Have you learned anything from Finn? Oh, Dave is now gone too. Oh, there he I'm is. I'm back. He's back. Are you back. I'm here. Have you learned anything? Because I've learned a lot, and it's a lot of information going through my head. I'm really piped, pumped pumping.
2: I knew what those numbers you were talking about. the, You know, you need to. I, I knew, I didn't know the exact numbers, but I knew what it meant when someone says you need three times the amount or two times the amount. I've, I've heard that before, so yeah. I knew that.
0: Um, and,
1: hold on, Finn's coming <clears> back. Okay, There he is. We got him.
0: Sorry, guys. I told you we, we get, we're like catching that hurricane right now. I was like scooping out water in my basement oh no. on here, so I think oh, my internet terrible. just
2: flashed out. Yikes.
1: It happens. We, 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 we've been getting poured with rain over here in Florida. So yeah, I tried understand. working it in today. It was terrible.
0: <laughs> so I was anyway. sorry, I d I don't know where, where you guys where, where you lost me. Sorry about that.
1: We were just talking about the two we when you left, we were talking about the two X, like he's heard of it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I knew what that means when Josh was saying that. Like like you said, you need I I, I know what that meant, even though Josh didn't. But um so what we were talking about chalk and, and all the Eating all chalk. the lineups that you put in.
0: Eat all the chalk. <clears throat> Yeah, eat all yeah. the chalk. Uh, some people don't like it. Don't eat. You know, it's not always. You don't eat the chalk all the time in, in tournaments, but in cash games, yeah, just just eat it. So, Take like no. when when you're doing <laughs> a cash question. game,
1: you put the chalk in your hands instead of LeBron <laughs> in it. You just dump it all in your mouth.
0: Just dump it in my mouth.
2: <laughs> I don't remember my question anymore. Oh. Um, oh, I, we were talking. You said you use analytics a lot. So, yeah how how do you come? Do you have like? A computer with all of these like things like you just like hey, that looks good that's a good matchup for this guy or like how do you how do you just distinguish who's the best bet for that week and how to me if you know who's going to be really really good for that week shouldn't you be really good and i don't know if you're not i'm just asking um at just picking like a regular weekly lineups every week
0: or is that just you a risk you're will,
2: more willing to take because you're playing for a lot more money this particular week
0: yeah, I mean, also, this is where the salary cap comes in, right? Like, I would love to just play every single stud, right? You know, everyone would. And then – um but then you get the salary cap, right? So, like, in that example I used earlier, James Robinson's out, Carlos Hyde is the guy, so I got some savings there. Where am I going to spend that? Am I going to pay up a quarterback? Am I going to pay up a wide receiver? Do I pay up a tight end? Like, you know, and that's where you start to get, like – um Th- these semi different lineups because someone's gonna say you know what i'm gonna use that savings i'm gonna buy kelsey someone's gonna say, nope i'm gonna use that savings i'm gonna buy Mahomes. and someone's like, no i'm gonna buy justin jefferson and just kind of it depends but i mean i you know i have a running joke with one of my buddies because uh i think i have a subscription to every single fantasy website out there because <laughs> there's just some little thing i get from every single one of them like you know and i just look all over the place i mean there's some websites that you know have great projections. There's some websites that, like, they tell you, hey, based off, historically speaking, players that are similar profile to this guy who are playing a similar type of defense, similar type of year, you can expect them to score this number of points. There's other websites that, like, hey, these are the percentages we're going to give of this person actually hitting their cash game value. Um, I mean, there's just all kinds of – so many different analytics, so many different websites. Whereas I don't go to one. If I had to pick one, it'd be Fantasy Labs, um, and it, because their their projections are usually on par, um, their their models to help build lineups are unbelievable. You can customize your own. You can follow their pros. Um, you know, so if I had to choose one, there. But I pick up a little nugget from every single website. Uh, I mean, not every single, but just a ton of different websites. And you know, then that's what I'll do is I'll usually kind of like to start my process. I'll try and find like three or four guys so I'm just going to lock and I feel very good about playing that that week. Then I'll actually go into fantasy labs and I'll just lock those three or four and I'll have them build the rest of the lineup for me because they can. They, you can just press a button and they'll actually auto build the lineup. 99.9% of the time, I do not play that lineup. I just want to see like, hey, you know what? If, what if everyone has access to fantasy labs and they're going to build this, like what's the lineup that fantasy labs is going to tell them to build? That's going to at least put me in the position to think, here's what the average person is going to do. All right, cool. Do I like that? Do I not like that? I don't know. We'll, we, you know. we'll mess around. We'll figure out. But it's just that little edge because now all of a sudden I'm like, okay, this is what I think the group think is going to be if the same people like the same three or four players I do. And then obviously that changes. Like Josh, you and I were talking about this. Um, you know, hey, we're talking about doing this on a Thursday night, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, just FYI, my lineup's going to look very different from the lineup I build on the show on a Thursday night. And so, how do you want to get that out to people? Because I don't want to like tell people I love these guys on Thursday. And then come Sunday, I'm playing someone in a tournament. And they're like, screw that guy. He didn't play any of those guys. <laughs> it's just because there's just so much news that comes out, so many things that change. Um, you know, it, it's just weather, all kinds of things, right? Like, there's just so many things that could change and slightly tilt where I'm going to play and who I'm in. You make one change, that imp- that's a domino effect. It's not usually yeah. just I make, I flop this running back out for this running back, and then I can just upgrade this wide receiver. I'm like, well, no, maybe if I save that, maybe upgrade it to wide receivers because I can get a slight upgrade at two places or one big upgrade somewhere else. So, you know, it, it's just, um, yeah, I joke, my my wife hates football, like fantasy football because she knows, like, yeah, Saturday night, I'm like, honey, I'll, I, after the kids go to bed, I'm just going to go downstairs and I'm going to, like, do all this research. And then, like, come, like, 11 o'clock on Sunday, I'm like, have fun with the kids. I love you. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, here, I'm here to lock, honey. She's like, I don't know what lock is, but I hate it. So, uh, so I was going
2: to say, so obviously you start looking at like, when, when exactly does the, 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 I know the prices and once the prices are come out, like they're set for the week, is it like Monday morning or, or,
0: yeah, or usually after Tuesday, Monday right? night's game? See, uh, yeah, after Monday night's game, but there's just so many slates to play, right? Like you can play single games. You can play mm-hmm. 1 p.m. only. You can play Sunday. You know, the main slate is usually uh, the one o'clock, four o'clock games, but you can play the entire week. So I can play Thursday to Monday. I can play, the Sunday night and Monday night games where I can play primetime where I play Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Like, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, these these guys are in it for a profit and they get a rake of every single contest that goes out there. So they want to offer as many contests as possible. Do and, you have uh, one
2: that you like to stick to because you're good at, or do you just say, I like that slate of games, I'll play that one?
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's a good question. Um, and this was something else that, uh, you know, once I started to talk to like, you know, coaches and, and you know, folks who who – study this you know like the theory of this you know he he, they i play the main slate the majority of the time bulk of the time i'm playing the main slate which is the one o'clock four o'clock games on both sites but more times than not i mean not more time every single week outside of like maybe thanksgiving um or like the end of the season there's more one o'clock games and four o'clock games and so what this guy told me was hey if you're really stuck on like a two v two, like there's two players that you, you know, I don't know if I want to play these two or these two. He goes, then play the one o'clock slate and just, you know, uh, sometimes because that maybe one of those players that's in that two v two is in a four o'clock game and I can't play them in the one o'clock slate. He goes, "It's plenty big, you know. They're going to have like eight games to choose from, uh, maybe more than that, depending on the week." And he's like, "So just play one o'clock slate and just throw it, fire bullets there because that at that point you're not you're not playing multiple lineups on one slate." you've taken a bunch of players who can't, who just can't be part of that lineup. And now maybe that player that you weren't sure is good enough or a good fit in your whole, you know, your main slate lineup fits perfectly in your one o'clock lineup because, you know, it's uh it, it just fits better. So I would say the yeah. majority of my money is going in the main slate, but I will play the one o'clock if I'm really torn between a couple of folks.
1: So Dave just stole my question of when you do actually start your process. So, Week one is coming up, eight days away. Have you already started your process for week one?
0: Yes, um, and probably not as. And this is this is actually really. Uh, it's a good point. A lot of DFS is just analytics. It's just data driven, right? Like I've played college football. I've played with and against a ton of NFL players, right? Like I could put my knowledge of the actual game of football up against just about anybody. And there's guys who look like my five year old daughter. Her built like my five year old daughter. Who will just crush me in dfs because they are very good at the analytics side and there for them it's like a math equation and so i've tried to get more into that but earlier in the year things change and so you know things change from year over year we're working on our best assumptions but there's not a very large data set to play with so i actually play less at the beginning of the year and then usually around like week three or four once you get a couple games of data in there um kind of see how how usage is going right like you know, I know I've listened to you guys you talk about season long, right? I made the uh, the J-Rob, Carlos Hyde. They were kind of pretty close to 50-50 in the preseason. That's just preseason. Do we expect that to carry over into the regular season? Or is that going to actually, like, stop and all of a sudden James Robinson get 80% of carries? I wouldn't want to make that assumption week one. Uh, I'm more comfortable making that assumption week three or four after we've seen a couple of games. So you're going to see me, like, kind of progressively ramp up my uh, dollars in play as we get more data. And we're able to kind of like sift through a few more things.
1: That makes perfect sense because I've already seen like you know, Mac Jones start. So you know, Mac Myers mm-hmm. is only fifty three hundred here, and James White's only four thousand here. It's like, come on, guys! Like we don't know the situation in New England <laughs> that well. Stop touting out players. It's only you know, it's eight days away. So I'm glad that that makes a lot
0: of sense. So here's the funny thing, right? So we talk about scoring. It's four point passing touchdowns on both uh, on both sides. Playing a guy like Mac Jones not usually optimal. Like you're better off, you know, playing those guys who have the running upside because you get, excuse me, six points for the t- rushing touchdown. So you're going to see a lot more folks playing running quarterbacks on uh, on both those than you would just straight at passing quarterbacks. Unless there's just someone who's a sick value in a sick spot. Um, more often than not, I- I'm trying to actually get a running quarterback, or at you least know, again. Do you find Josh Allen as a running quarterback? I do because he's the goal line back there. Um, but he's going to throw for a million yards and he's going to get some rushing touchdowns. So it doesn't have to necessarily be someone like Kyler Murray every single week. It's, you know, yeah. the Herberts, the Allens of the world who can just, you know, fall in for a one-yard touchdown because they're the goal line back. Boom. Like, that, pl- that plays. You get FanDuel, right? Half-point PPR. DraftKings, full-point PPR. DraftKings has – Hundred yard bonuses, you know, that kind of stuff. So those those are types of uh things you want to look at. So like a guy like Keenan Allen, I'm probably more apt to play on DraftKings. Not really gonna play him on FanDuel because you need him to get the touchdown. Like FanDuel, you really need the touchdown equity. So, you know, it becomes a little harder because you're banking on something that's very tough to bank on. I can bank on like, you know, targets and receptions and you know, stuff like that. That's a, a little more predictable than touchdowns. Um so, you know, you start to think about that theory of like know your scoring. We we talk about that in season long leagues all the time, but like that's directly applicable to DFS as well. Know your scoring.
1: I was today years old when I figured out that you get 100 yard bonuses on DraftKings and I play on DraftKings primarily. I didn't I, didn't I had no idea. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they I give the bonuses. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and yeah, oh, yeah, so it, it yeah, and, and so there's guys who you know, you, so, like, I might look at, like, an over-under, right? Like, I'm going to look at an over-under everywhere, right? I want to get part, as much action in the high-scoring game as I can. But that might put more weight on that in FanDuel because, again, it's more touchdown-dependent than, you know, FanDuel. Again, like, Keenan Allen can have 12 catches for 90 yards and smash on, uh, on um, DraftKings. And then on FanDuel, you're like, oh, that was, that was good. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, you're not going to win me any weeks. You're probably getting me right to that 2x, maybe slightly over the 2x. But if I'm paying up for a guy like Keenan Allen, I'm hoping I get that three x, four x, five x upside. Um, that you know just might not really be there on the fan, on the FanDuel side. Of things
1: theory on stacking. Apparently, that's the hot thing in DFS. Yes,
0: yeah, so that's when you talk about like uh, it's a good question. I'm not as married to it on the cash game side because again, you're bringing in a lot of potential volatility, right? Like if I'm stacking uh, Herbert and Keenan Allen, right? What if they just get absolutely blown out, which every team that could happen to any team, any single week. Right. If that happens, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed. I really need someone to like, just hammer for me uh, a couple guys in a hammer to make up for that. Stacking is way more um, advantageous on the tournament side. And like, you know, a popular thing to do is stack a wide receiver and a quarterback and then run it back with a wide receiver on the other team in tournaments. Just thinking, hey, if I think my wide receiver and quarterback are going to smash, that means it's probably going to be a high-scoring game, which means the other team's going to have to pass the ball as well. So you see that a lot of that where you're like, you know, you call running it back. You're like, I'm going to stack my guys, and I'm going to actually take the other side as well. Um, I mean, but this comes down to, like, just dumb things, right? Like, I've seen people literally will play a a quarterback against a defense that they're playing that week you're Like, what that makes zero sense, but it's like, well, it's just it, it worked because of the salaries. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't care about the salaries, like, play a worse defense and just at least give yourself you're, you're kind of drawn dead. It's right? like you score like, a
1: touchdown and then you gain the points and then you lose the points in the same play, it makes no sense,
0: 100%. And they're just like, but it fit, but they just they focus more on the salary cap, right? They're like, well, I could squeeze it in because it's a, this is a great defense this week, and this all in this quarterback. And You're like, that makes zero sense, but like, you know, you start to see. There's like fantasy laps is a really awesome, like correlation tool, which, um, you know, what you can actually see, like the correlations between like, uh, quarterbacks and wide receiver ones and, you know, and then opposing teams as well. So start to see like, okay, maybe I want to play my running back with their defense, because if my running back's smashing, that probably means my defense is doing well. Um, you know, they're holding them to little to no points. um, is my running back's getting a lot of opportunity? I mean, outside of the obviously the Tennessee Titans are a different story, but like most game scripts, if a running back's getting fed a lot of carries, it's because it's, you know they're either trying to wind the clock down because they got a good lead, or you know things are, they're just cr- are crushing on the on the ground and things are going well. So inherently, that defense should do well. Again, not everything's foolproof, but you know, play the odds. Um, no, I mean, I think we pretty
2: much answered everything that we can think of that I can think of um for now i mean what else do you do you got anything else to talk about
0: now i would say i think you know as we it's it's, this is just general theory right like we kind of went to a bunch of different places um you know we've talked about like when i think you know one of the things i think we're gonna try and do is like i'll actually build a lineup on the show we can go through and maybe we'll hit some of the top games like on the previous podcast i did we literally went game by game and like who do you like in this game who do you not like in this game and then we can build a lineup. I think it'd be fun honestly for the three of us to do that. Like we'll be on FanDuel and like, you know, we'll build a lineup and it'll be like, "Josh, who do you want?" Okay, boom, I want this guy and here's why I want this guy. Okay. And then Dave, you pick a guy then I'll pick a guy cuz what we what we're going to get there is we're going to get inside the mind of someone who does this for a lot and, you know, has a ton of analytics and data to mess around with. Versus some guys who really know fantasy football, but are still starting to learn the DFS side of things. So I think it'd actually be really cool because some of those folks who maybe don't understand the DFS side, we're going to talk through all that. And I, you might pick a guy to be like, let's build the lineup with that. Uh, here's why I think that maybe that's a great just decision. Here's maybe why I'm thinking about someone else in that position, but let's build the lineup like that and play it out and see how it works. So we, like you
1: know, we also have another host, Davey, who mm-hmm. obviously is sick tonight and couldn't make it. So I was really excited to uh, introduce you. He doesn't do group me. He doesn't do, group chats at all, actually. At, yeah. he's, like, he's so hard to get a hold of. God, he's the worst. Like You have to
0: send a, a character. So I, I, I haven't trashed talked him. I haven't I threatened my you, He doesn't even know there, who right. you
2: are yet. He has no he's, idea. He probably thinks you're nobody. He probably thinks we're lying.
1: Well, I told him. I said, yo, like, you got a guy tonight. Come on, can you be ready? I'm sick. I've been binge-watching the challenge all day. All right, dude, just sit this one out. We'll take care of it. So the idea was the idea of this DFS show was me and him. I'll do DraftKings. He does... Um, you know, uh, a fan duel and we just we're just two noobs trying to figure this out. It worked perfectly with you because you you can actually, like you said, talk us through stuff and you know help us grow and help the audience grow because DFS really doesn't have that you know doesn't have that the podcast or the the show for it. Like I said, it's just an afterthought. It really is. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I would say
0: we yeah, we talked about this. I would say you're going to find a ton of information on DraftKings. You're going to find a ton of information on tournaments. For whatever reason, DraftKings does a great job of just like advertising. They have the most, you know, they, they offer significantly more uh, contests than Fanduel does, um, and tournaments because everyone wants to chase the Millie Maker. Yes. I mean, it, it's crazy. People literally will build podcasts around like, "Let me help you try and win the Millie Maker" because someone like it's like the lottery, right? Like everyone's like, "I can do it. I can pick those random football players at one random week and win the Millie Maker."
2: So, how much? How much does that cost? Is that like twenty five bucks a week
0: or something? It depends. I have to, I, you know, I didn't even I should know it's off the top of my head, but I'm not even uh, make sure it depends on FanDuel. Um, so if I'm looking at uh, it's three dollars on FanDuel right now, and on oh, DraftKings, <laughs> DraftKings is more expensive. Um, so it, it depends because like there's some like it says a hundred dollars on their main one right now. I'd have to look, I mean. Honestly, I if I'm being honest, like I told you, I don't play a ton in the first like you know couple weeks. I've started to look at the pricing. I haven't even looked at FanDuel and DraftKings yet. I've done almost everything through um, through Fantasy Labs at the moment because I can build lineups on there. I can save lineups on there. I can do all stuff. I haven't even looked at FanDuel and DraftKings um, in terms of like contest selection. I've just been trying to like put around. I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm in a million fan, like season long leagues. I still have drafts yeah. going on for season long leagues. Yeah, we're still in this dumb guillotine draft <laughs> that we, you know, we'll never we start talking to each other like three weeks end. ago. Hey, we're like, and, what, and, four uh, more rounds to go. Come on guys.
2: Like two, thank God for me just two. like, this is it. We're almost done. I can't wait. Uh, I'm over it.
0: Yeah. So I would say this weekend is when I'm really going to ramp it up um, and, and start to, uh, you know, to, 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 get better about like getting in there. Cause all the contests are live right now. So you can go in there and pick all your contests and you can reserve, you can do all that stuff. So uh, this weekend is probably what I'm going to start to devote some time to that.
2: So, is there, I, real quick, is there, so you mostly just play the cash games, but you say every now and then you play like a tournament or something, right? Like a, little, like a bigger-ish. What have? What's like the biggest, best finish you've had? Like I won 10 grand on this one and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. So we had a buddy that won nah. like a thousand dude, on like man. a monkey knife fight thing one time. We were like, dude, that's awesome.
0: You <clears> won <went> more <throat> than that, so didn't you? I
1: not uh,
2: Was it more than that? I don't even remember.
0: Okay, that's the <clears> FinTalk. So I've played some like really high stakes uh cash games and done pretty well but that's like 50/50. I there's one week um we were traveling with I was traveling with my wife um and I put my lineup in everywhere except for the uh single entries. And I might have had my best wouldn't. More. I would have won like ten grand on one of these, oh, and I was like, "No, I, I, I have no hair." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh God, this is." I was like, "Oh, this is what it's like to win." Because I literally was like number one in every single oh. like 50-50, double up. It's just because we were driving back that morning, and I like couldn't yeah. drive and, and enter all that. I was just like doing as much as I could, and yeah, it was uh, it was brutal. Oh. So now, I mean, I would say I, my biggest hit's probably not going to impress anyone out here. You know, a couple grand, like nothing crazy. You know, for yeah. some of these like DFS dudes who really get after it, because there's guys here who are. I mean, I, I've done pretty well relative to the average person, and I'm like a nobody in the DFS world. I mean, you got these guys who are just, you know, they're they're playing more in a week than I've made, and you know, and I've, I've made multiple six figures playing DFS. It's crazy. And there's guys who are putting that down every single week. And wow, uh, that's to insane. me, I'm, to them, I'm like just like a peon. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow.
0: So yeah, I mean, I I I just I just. I crush cash games and you know I would debate this with anybody. There's a lot of folks out there like there's no money in cash games. You got to do the tournaments, that's where it's at. I mean NFL, NBA, cash games, I'm uh, I, I, I I like it. I mean it's it's profitable. Um yeah. and I think it's the easiest one for most folks to get into because again, it's just like building a season long league lineup except, you know, it's like I mean, think of it this way, it's like you have an auction lineup every single week except you're bidding against yourself for the players. And, you know, you're just trying to build that week, that one week that's going to win every single week. And, uh, you know, I dig it. Um, it makes it more fun. I mean, I've heard some leagues literally like I had one league. Um, I didn't play in it, but they were talking about it. And I don't think it ever went off where they would have one season long every week. And then they would have a DFS every week and they would have two wins per, per week. You okay. would have your head to head. And then the top, you know, if there's 12 players, the top six scores in DFS. Got another win. The bottom six were, uh, got a loss. That's,
1: I was like, That's cool. really
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool because, like, you're just, you know, at that point, you're just having fun. Um, something different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something different. Um, there's so many cool things you can do. I mean, there's just so many cool ways to play fantasy football now. And yeah, DFS has become kind of my go to. Um, yeah, even though I still say yes to every freaking season long <laughs> league that someone asked me to play. In, so.
1: Stop asking us. Jeez. <clears throat> I'm
0: the same way.
2: I'm too it. Many- I was like, I think I quit it quit one or two leagues this year i'm like yeah you know what like it was only like one or two friends and like a bunch of their friends i'm like this you know i don't i don't got time for that one and then i'll join three more and it's like what did i even do what did i do we
1: just, like to, we just like to draft this is what it is we like to draft <clears throat> that's true that's the, best. That's, that's the best thing about building a dfs lineup is you could build a lineup that's probably the most fun thing for every week. week yeah every yeah week
0: well, i'm excited right. i'm sure my wife's going to hate you guys though because now that i know you guys i'm probably going to be in like freaking every eating hey john we need one guy to we need one guy to like join uh a... tell her oh, we God. said hi <laughs>
2: All it's right. funny because i used to have a really good friend who i played fantasy football with and he his wife would say the same thing he's like i'm like you know we got to get together one time and like our wives can hang out <laughs> like because and he lived in a different state up in philadelphia actually i think too or near there and um he he would tell me stories from his ways like, i hate that well you're always talking to dave you're always talking to dave <laughs> <laughs> i'm like
0: sorry <laughs> my wife one time so, actually uh my really good buddy who i you know i play we play like, we play high stakes together and split the teams like we, we do a lot together he's a guy i shared a dfs account with where he got uh, slapped on the wrist my wife one time she like took my phone when i wasn't paying attention And went by, just counted the number of texts that he and I exchanged on like a Sunday during fantasy football. She was like, at one point, she's like, I stopped counting at 600. What are you guys (laughs) talking about? And it was 600, but it wasn't like these full on sentences. It was like, AKTD, like Alvin Kamara touchdown. And that was it. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't like we were having like this like long diatribe. If you if you condensed those six hundred texts, it would have been yeah. like, a five minute phone conversation. But it was just six hundred texts. So, That's what
2: we do all yeah. day on Sunday. We're just texting each other in our group chats and our texts. Me and Josh are going back and forth, and same thing. That's what, all Sundays. Sunday from really from when you wake up until you go to bed. At least on the East Coast like we live on, because it's all. I mean, you wake up, you're watching your know, NFL countdown or whatever's on, you know. And then you're watching the games, you know, 1 o'clock until now. Nah, here. The game don't end until midnight. You know, you're watching it to the end. So yep. it's all day long it's
1: out here. All day, every day. It's who should I start? Dave, who should I start? Dave, should I start this guy? Oh, did you see this guy's inactive? Oh, it's stop yeah,
2: Exactly. My wife's like, but do, it's do, the you, best.
1: do you ever stop? Like, <laughs> your stupid fantasy football? No, no, never. No. Our, no. our friends that don't play, how are you in a draft every day? I, I, oh, I just, my God. <laughs> We, we work do you
0: with keep the track guy. The I how to, teams.
1: Yeah.
2: I tell people I'm in 20
1: leagues or more and they're like,
2: what? And so, yeah, we, we'll talk to a buddy of ours because we do dynasty, a lot of dynasty. And and we'll be talking like off-season football in the middle of July. February, March, yeah. April, May, and literally all the time. And he's like, football's not even going on. What are you guys talking about? And we're like, listen, football is every day. Like, I don't know if you understand that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bro, did you see the combine? This guy ran a 4-2. He's rocking
2: out yeah. the dynasty. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I got a trade-off for Josh, and the guy's like, it's the middle of, like, April. What are you talking What are you, what are you talking about? It's nonstop. Cheap right year here. Around. Yeah, you yeah, see more buying. Gotta buy him low. Gotta buy him low. <laughs> exactly.
1: Could you imagine if, if we did our, our, our rookie drafts now, Terrace Marshall would have been a borderline first-round pick. And yeah, We, we were probably. getting him in the end of the second round, middle of the second round. I mean, I'm just saying, like... That's,
2: that's what's... The fun part about fantasy football,
1: yeah, it is. All right, we got to wrap this thing up. So, nice meeting you, Finn. We'll be doing our DFS show. I- I've talked to you about it. I mean, Wednesdays, we'll figure it out. Thursdays, but I'm we'll gonna do a live Saturday show. Are you down for that?
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, like I said, I uh, let's we'll, we'll work on it. During okay. nap time is great for me. I got two young kids, so nap time is great. <laughs> I can sneak away and uh and get some stuff done. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get that working.
1: That's perfect. I'm man. excited. Um, can't wait. So, obviously, we can't find you on Twitter, but you can find me on Twitter, Josh Kimball O-U-S. Skull Dave, apparently, that's your name.
2: Viking Dave 18.
1: Yep. Uh, hit us up on Patreon.com <laughs> slash OUSFantasyPod, Instagram.com, Facebook.com, all O-U-S Fantasy Football, uh, fantasypod.com. I'm talking for an hour. Jeez. You can find us at the Say It Again Network. <clears throat> uh, man, is there anything else we can add?
2: Somebody just wanted Javante Williams. Uh, yep.
1: I uh, forgot his name, but we'll hit football. you up on And, hey, we got more drafts <laughs> this weekend. At least I do. I don't
2: got no more live drafts, but I got two more, like, uh, online ones. So
1: I have so three week, online drafts.
2: Nervous. Listen, two we're eight drafts. days. By the time everyone listens to this tomorrow morning, it's, seven, it's a week until the NFL season starts. I
1: can't that's wait. That's great, man. All I right, guys. Wait. Until next time, we're out of here, man. See ya. later. Appreciate it, guys.
0: Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void go prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers, or the DMV, number ninety seven, or house cleaning, or. Chumba Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Live the
2: Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. Woodwork prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.